when this happened, you talk about it on the fan. A high pop-up. He's going to do it at shortstop. Jeter. Jeter on the outfield grass. Makes the catch. The Yankees win. The Yankees win. And Doc Gooden pitches a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. We got rid of all the highlights. Who needs it? Let me know. All right. It's time for the Take a Chance Parlay. I got to wait for the... Hold on. Here comes Marco. All right. Let's go. Take a Chance Parlay time real quick here at 4 o'clock on a Thursday. Again, we're doing this because I won't be here tomorrow. Uh, this is the Take a Chance Parlay, where we just take three different underdogs, parlay them all up together, and see how we can do it. I'm the only one who's hit it. I've hit it twice. So go ahead, you two feeble-minded folks. Take a chance. All right, uh, I'll go with, uh, I already picked the Raiders, so I'll take them. Again, a chance to pick a team that's an underdog against Zach Wilson. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Uh, the second one, this is, uh, they're getting a point and a half. The Cardinals against the Falcons, they're at home. Return to Kyler Murray. Wouldn't shock me if the Cardinals mess around, do something stupid, and cost themselves the top pick. And this is one of two winnable games, really, remaining on their schedule. They go to Chicago at the end of the year. I think it's right around Christmas Eve. This is the other one. They're at home. Falcons aren't great. Heineke, I don't love them, don't trust them. I think the Cardinals could win this game. It'll be ugly, but they could do it. And then... It's funny because we have the rule about the third spread having to be at least a field goal. Yeah. So the only good team that's really an underdog is the Jaguars. But like what C-Mac was saying in the last segment, I don't trust them at all here. I think the Niners are in such a good spot. So because we're making this pick on a Thursday morning, even though they're on the road, give me the Panthers plus three at Chicago. Justin Fields, still no return. Hmm. Give me Bryce Young to give you a nice little game when he has uh, some national TV spotlight over Tyson Bajan. Not a bad thought. I didn't even look at the Thursday games just because I didn't even think of it. But that's not yeah. a bad thought. I'm not going to change, though. Uh, I'll take the Raiders in this one. Same thing. Look, I picked them to win the game. I expect them to win the game. I'm going to take the Titans plus one against the Bucs. Uh, look, the Bucs stink. Will Levis maybe gives them a little bit of a push. They're only, It's only a point. I know they're on the road. I don't care. Derrick Henry and the, the Bucs can't stop anybody. So maybe they get a chance to feel good about themselves. The other one, again, we got to get a little bit of a better spread. I'm going to go with the Browns and see what their defense can do on the road against the Ravens. Because I do think that that's a big spot for Baltimore coming off the... They've had some dominant wins. You expect them to come back to earth just a little bit. And I do think the Browns have something going. Maybe Deshaun Watson's starting to find a little bit. It's a good spot for Cleveland on the road. And of course, because you got to take a chance... It's no, a six-point spread. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm. Uh, you both took a couple of my. I'm going to take the Panther. I, I'm really taking a chance here. I got the Texans in my pick, so I'll pick them. I honestly think with you know the look ahead to the short week, I think there's a chance Chase and Higgins both might not play for Cincinnati. So I'll take the Texans at uh, plus two sixty. I'm going to take the Panthers as well, just because you know Chicago stinks. And I, 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 last week they turned the ball over. As, as long if he can, if Young cannot turn the ball over, I actually like what they're doing. Uh, in Carolina. So give me the Panthers plus 146, uh, 146. And then I'm going to take the Browns as well. I like the Browns defense in this division. When they play divisional opponents, for whatever reason, they play really well against Cincinnati. 
Uh, I'm sure the history against the Ravens isn't nearly as good as it has been against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. But I just, I really love this defense. And the Ravens, again, whenever a team is just absolutely steamrolling, I always think there's a chance you can get tripped up. And especially against the divisional opponent that knows them well. If they can keep, uh, you know, Edwards out of the end zone, they might, uh, Gus Edwards out of the end zone, they, they, they might have a chance to win this game. The guy's been scoring touchdowns at a crazy rate. So give me the Browns at plus uh, 220. There we go. Ali Ali Oxen free. I'm still free. Okay. Right as the song is ending, too. Nailed like it. That? Nailed it. That's not bad. Although I do I have, I have a question because I don't remember hearing it. Maybe it's because my ears are still a little clogged. Yeah. What are the standings? Because I don't remember hearing those. Did we, I, oh, I, I gave you the standings. Did we do the standings? In what? I don't think we did, Fleegs. I don't, I don't remember hearing them. Oh, well, you might be. Listen, if, even if we did them, clogged? if you is didn't hear them, we have to do them again. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember hearing them. No, I, I say I that as like, the person in the last place because that's what you're doing. I feel like top usually give what. Oh, the... is this because I called you feeble minded? No, 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 no. I didn't even hear that. Don't I don't remember that. Don't take it personal. No, 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 no. I just usually have a pick segment. You usually mention all the picks beforehand and you say where we are in places and what the actual records are. I think this is over Nick Swisher, is what this is. I 100% did it. Maybe I missed it. You must have because I went over every game that we picked. And then I, I said the record. I said the record going into the segment. I did the record coming out of the break. You don't have a great sarcasm detector right now, do you? No. He's, I mean, Marco's laughing. <laughs> I, I, I didn't hear it. I, I don't remember hearing it. I really don't. Oh, because I, I did it a couple times. I don't know. Well, he's in the lead, so I thought he's busting my shoes because he's... I thought I thought he was. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hear it. Are you... Wait. See, now I don't even... No, you're right. I, I don't get this one. Are you mocking me because I've given it a several times? Or are you mocking me because I, you're I in the I now have the answer, so I, ca- I can't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, because I definitely gave it several times, so I know he's heard it. But I thought he was just, like, wanted me to say it again because he's in the lead, and I made a joke about being the only one who hit the parlay. Now now I got movies running through my head. You mocking me? I did yeah. not, Now I feel like we're in My Cousin Vinny. We, I, we had a couple of My Cousin Vinny references. I, I made a My Cousin Vinny joke with the uh, the stomach bug going through the... Um, yeah, the, the, the whole the, store got the, the majorly, flu. The whole store, the whole... All the executives, you got that... The entire team's got the flu. And I'll say this as I walk out the door. Yeah. Are, please tell me they're on private jets. Right. They're not going home on United, right, to give <laughs> yeah. everybody the, the stomach flu? Right, yeah. You all have it in one spot. <laughs> can, can we spread it out to everybody? I will say, I've been to the winter meetings before, not the GM meetings, but the winter meetings, and there are some pretty high-profile people back on a United coach flight from Nashville to Newark. That's what really? I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah like, what it are would we not doing? shock me if oh, you know they're what? flying. What yeah. do we got? Twenty percent of everybody's well, got a stomach Maybe first class, class yeah. but they're on those planes. Get on that flight. Let's get out of here. What are you? What are you talking about? Stay in a hotel. What are they? They got a quarantine. A quarantine. You're in the middle of a stomach virus. You're, you're doing it enough well, where you got to slow down, or actually now stop the GM yeah. meetings. Well, Can I you get know. it out of your system yeah, before maybe, you go but, home? Yeah, but they might have had some of them out of their system. It's just they don't want to. They don't want to keep getting everybody sick. Oh, so you want to get everybody else sick? Yeah, yeah, get out of here. That's stop, what you want to do. Stop making the rest of baseball sick, yeah. You can't sit in your, you Let know. Let the clubs take their chances. What nice, do? nice, nice hotel. Let's not make it sound like they're, yeah. you know, in a, in a, you know, in a rat-infested well, place. In a nice, well, maybe they, just listen, because Marco, posh hotel. If, Marco, if the rule is you're feeling sick at all, don't come to work. I got news for you. <laughs> well, if just, if just, maybe just because just the thing ended doesn't mean they all flew home. Maybe they are just waiting it out in their hotel. Uh, I find that hard to believe. I would like to think that they would. Yeah. If you don't I mean, feel well, you might, enough. can yeah. you hang if out I, for a if day? If I was in Scottsdale yeah. and had the option to stay there for a weekend or fly back sick. to the Northeast, forty degree, right, and yeah. get on a plane sick, yeah, I think it, I don't yeah. know. I just I, I feel like guys are gonna be like, all right, well, let's right. go home. If Brian, go if home, Brian Cashman can't keep his pants dry, I don't think he's getting on a plane. That's what I. Would I don't say. know. I feel like Cash has got the private jet. 
I he, feel like Cash may. is on the private jet. Yeah, he may. Um, and yelling at someone. Right now. Yeah, this, I'm is, not, this is I'm not more, sure more of a discussion why. of like the small market owners, yeah. like younger or, nah, GMs, the younger, they have 35 Ivy League grad GMs. Not Brian Cashman who's been doing this for 25 years. Well, I think it's... It works for the Yankees. I think it's... Well, you say that, but let's keep in mind, the Yankees have the one... What are the two planes that don't have Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi. That the players that's, actually that's, have to pay for? That's, that's exactly the Yankees. right. Yeah, that's so, true. That Yankee thing so, has kind of gone away. A, I don't know if he's on a private jet. No, nah, I just feel point. like if he was supposed to uh, fly with Hal, he likes to mention Hal. So I feel like Hal might have given him the keys. Yeah, I don't know. After that performance that pissed off well, everybody, you might have said, "Walk home." Yeah, I, I feel like if that Get was the case, we, we wouldn't hear Hal talking about bunting and then Cashman turn around and saying, uh-huh. "It's not bunting." Uh, Guys, get on the same page. Well, Based I mean, on like, how Cashman handled the media yesterday, you think he's one of these people that like destroys flight attendants if he doesn't like what's going on on the plane? No. No, because he's a good guy. Stop talking about Cashman that way. He doesn't know what you're talking about. All right, so he was a little angry. God forbid. This is how it used to be, you know. They, do you think Steinbrenner gave press conferences in the 70s and never let one slip? Huh? He picked so now, so now he's George? Yeah, he's just like George. But the good George, the 70s George and the early and if 90s he, if George. If he was George, he would have kicked his ass out of town many years yeah. ago. Well, he would have. Seriously, cash pay for your wedding or something? No. Not really. <laughs> that was Craig. <laughs> or no, Mike. No. That was Francesa. Yeah. Francesa paid okay. for my wedding. Uh, all right. Just, I'm just checking. You're a little defensive. Don't talk about Cashman that way. That's all I'm saying. Don't say he's that kind of. That's not. I, I hate those kind of people who are rude to the wait staff and, and flight attendants. Don't make that assumption just because he, he had a back and forth with Joel Sherman. I'm that's not assuming. I'm just I'm asking. Well, I'm telling you. Know, that's, that's pretty snappy behavior. Well, listen, and, and not he's, his he's, normal he's, behavior. He's fed up. That's the part that I don't understand. He's fed he's up no, being active. He's fed up with what? Being told he's running the Pittsburgh Pirates when he's running the New York Yankees. All right, how about this? Based on how he was talking about you know, the media, the fans, yeah. does he have any burner accounts on Twitter chirping back at Yankee fans coming after him? He hires people he, to do it. I think yeah, he does. Yeah, he probably does. I, so. I never thought he was so thin-skinned. He was the I mean, guy that was joke about, it. about he standing would not up be there the f- and saying, yeah. it's, it's on us, we got to do better. He would not be the first executive or high-profile person in sports. We heard the HBO president was doing this with people about Right. TV shows a couple weeks ago. Yeah. No, listen. I, I don't. It's I unacceptable. Would, it's unacceptable. His you behavior? can't have your GM standing up there bashing yeah. what he thinks is the media when in reality all he is is he's yeah. telling the fans to go screw. Yeah. No, I, it's I, I so agree. unbecoming of the legacy of the New York what Yankees. What are you doing? You're frustrated. I get the frustration. Yeah. Put it in a different avenue. Because that is not the way you go about your business. Hey, he showed a little feistiness. I, I was, uh, I, listen, I killed him too for it yesterday, but the more I get away from it, you know what? Go out there and turn this into something. That's all I care about. It's not unacceptable. Who cares? It's not unacceptable. Go out there and win. Do you think a fan base cares that he yelled at them if they go out and trade for Soto and sign Bellinger? No. But no my concern cares. is... Go out there and have a good offseason and win some baseball when games. When you're so adamant that everything we're doing is the right way, it just didn't work out yeah. because of BS, yes. then I believe your BS is going to be we're going to roll the same damn yeah. team out there and we're well, not going to have to make all these major changes. Right, because well, if, if you weren't wrong last time, yeah. then there's nothing to adjust. Well, yeah, no, listen. Well, no, he he's... Not necessarily. He's he's not saying that he's never made a mistake. He's saying that the thought process overall isn't the problem, and not that this team wasn't bad. There's there's, there's no way that he doesn't think the team it wasn't was an good. excuse. The team was yes, bad agreed. because they were injured. If they're not injured, they're not bad. So if I bring nah. them back, they're not going to be injured. They no, won't he, be bad. He, he can't just bring them back. He's talking about adding outfielders. I'll, I'll agree with you. If he if he doesn't do anything, of course he's going to so get one killed. Guy, they won 82 so, games. So now last well, year you a, didn't want to take the chance to on Cody Bellinger coming off a bad year on yeah. a small contract, low risk, high reward. You were afraid of that for $10 million. Now you're going to give him a monster I made, contract? I think he made 17. But now you're going to give him a monster contract? And yeah, you're going to feel good about it? 
Well, he, and there's no risk reward there. He had the year. He proved it. He did. I'm concerned about it too. I agree with you. And that'll be what. So That's what the you one do? Move? Not sign him. I personally, what else do you do? I wouldn't go after Bellinger depending on right, what so the money is. So what do you is. do? Well, the first thing you got to do is go is make the trade for Juan Soto. Well, That's, that's the first if, thing you got to try. They're trading him. He's got to well, improve the team, doesn't he? Yes. So then he's got to do what he's got to do. And yes. if Bellinger's the one way and, to go about improving it, then you have to do it. Which goes to his point about the Gallo trade. And let, let's just and then it. then no, well you know what then you're short sighted though. This was the only guy available. So you know what? What the hell? I might as well go for it. No. Yeah. If he's not the if he's the only guy available and you know he sucks, you don't get him. You, you're not, yeah. You're not allowed to do that. He can't do you're that. Not? No, you'd be okay with him sitting pat at the trade deadline when they need when they need left-handed pop desperately. Two years does, ago, when yeah. they were scratching and clawing to possibly make a wild card, and yeah. Joey Gallo was the difference. Yeah, yeah I would have stayed away from it. Get Rizzo because no, you know he would have been a guy. Have I had no interest in, Ga- in Gallo. The fan base wouldn't have tolerated. What if they if they don't make the playoffs and he never attempted to improve the left-handed hitting power? Rizzo. Draw- That's the one move he needed two. He needed two, but there wasn't a second guy. That's the point. Rizzo, it was it was Gallo who's on pace for 40 home runs. It didn't work out, so it's easy to say now. Oh, he's a, he's a two-time All-Star. I understand that, but he hits home runs. He's left-handed power. He was the one guy. Evan Roberts called me and congratulated me. Congratulated me, and he's Evan Roberts. Ev, I love you, stupid. You're not, now you've knocked Nick Swisher and Evan Roberts. Get out of my studio. Good enough. You are banished. I don't care how good your record is, which, by the way, it's 31-13-1. and 13 and one. And I keep saying and twice. What am I, an idiot? 31-13-1. Congratulations. You're in the lead. We can move on now. You're not moving fast enough. Ken in Queens. What's up, Ken? Bye, Marco. How are you doing? Uh, Chris, uh, my name is number Chris. Number one, I want to make... Don't hang up with me in case you get mad at me because I want to just make a jet prediction. Sure. Make a jet there. prediction. Okay. Now, first, I want to get into what I want to get into. I'll do that oh, at the end, oh, okay? okay? Well, I can't promise All me right. you see the end. That's I just... I can't promise you see the end. <laughs> All right, the Jets are going to lose the next three games. This is coming from a diehard Jet fan okay. of 58 years. Yep. All right, they will be the four resume and is seven. checked. They will be four and seven after Black Friday. Okay, okay. four and seven. Go ahead. Okay. Now, what do you want to say? All right, all right. I agree with Marco a thousand percent on Nick Swisher, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Number one. Number one. The guy is the. He's a bigger goofball than Pete Alonzo, who I'm a diehard fan of. He is a okay? goofball, I'm, yep. a, I'm a diehard Pete Alonzo fan. Mm-hmm. Number two. Number two. If Archie, Bunk, if Archie Bunker was alive today, he would call him a double meathead. Okay. Double meathead. All right? A I don't double want to meathead. curse. Yeah, yeah. No, double I, meathead. I, I right? got you. I got Number you. three. I don't want to curse. Yeah, but meathead he know his, was... Was actually smarter than him, wasn't it? Like that he called him Meathead, yeah. but I would have asked Meathead for opinion and advice on things. <laughs> I don't want to curse, so I'm going to say well, please don't. He doesn't know his, he doesn't know his butt from his elbow. You know the, the I knew the thing uh, I wanted you, to say. Nick Swisher doesn't know his butt from his elbow. Why? What if Nick? Do you like Aaron Boone? I'm not a Yankee fan. Oh, so so then, what, then what are we talking about? Why do you think Nick Swisher doesn't know his butt from his elbow? The guy played 12 years in the major leagues. And I'm not telling you that Hal should have called him into the office and said, hey, look, you tell me. I'm going on your word and your word alone. But if you talk to a bunch of players, he's a former Major League Baseball player who works in the minor leagues for the organization, has a connection to the players. Is it uh, The idea that he's the butt of all these jokes I think is ridiculous. I do. I, yes, he is a different kind of cat. He's not the, the, the well-thought. He's not Mike Mussina. 
All right, he's not he's not doing crossword puzzles during baseball. Is, is that the only person who's capable of answering questions about what he thinks the manager's job is? How is he doing? He's played for multiple organizations. He's played under multiple uh, managers. He's had 280 home runs. He's an all-star. He had a 12-year career. He's got a career 800 OPS. I'm sorry. He's 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 above asking what he thinks. I agree. If it was just hey, I went on Nick Swisher's word. Uh, that's if he if it just was Andy Pettit's word, I think it's ridiculous. If it's just one man's word at all, I think it's ridiculous. He asked the whole team, he asked a bunch of different people, and he asked also asked Nick Swisher. And while I'm not the biggest Nick Swisher fan, I've seen a lot of people take a lot of cheap shots at my man Nick, and I don't think it's right. That's all I'm saying. Tony in Philadelphia. What's up, Tony? Oh my God. Yeah. That's so immaculate, man, because I'm, like, I'm like really right back. Where I gotta be, which is home, and I I gotta tell you, you know, I don't care how many people beat you up, McMonagle. Am I saying it correct, McMonagle? Yeah, that's it. All right, all right. I don't care how many people beat you up, but I believe in everything that you said, and Thank I'll you. tell you right now, right now, the Jester is the most underrated of all of the wild cards that you can pull, especially in this day and age. Because I'll tell you right now. Like you said, and you said it simply, we connect with everybody. We can talk with everybody. We can see every side of every coin. Oh, are you throwing and yourself am, in the jester conversation? You're a jester just like him? I am. I okay. am that guy in real life, and I can tell you that is what made me succeed in my entirety of life. Mm. And hearing your point of that, it's defending all of those people who are overlooked. That's right. I am the defender fun. of the overlooked. I am the voice of the unseen. That's Thank me. <laughs> I am Batman. No, come on now. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to tell you Nick Swisher knows all, bees, sees all, is 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 some wise, profound, uh, you know, uh, teller of all tales or knows everything. But the idea that, like, I've seen it all over the place. That you asked Nick Swisher, Nick Swisher, my God, uh, what's wrong with Nick Swisher? Exactly. I mean, he works for the team. Why? Then you should be yelling forever that Nick Swisher works for the team. No, no one said he made the decision, but he was, he was, you know, his opinion was asked as a former, as a former major leaguer who's around the team. Didn't we all applaud Reggie Jackson, who said players, former players, aren't listened to? Right? So that's the Yankees' problem. Reggie Jackson said it. They don't listen to former players. Then they listen to a former player. Well, we don't like that former player. He gave an answer you didn't like, so therefore he was an idiot. Andy Pettit gave the same answer. No one's calling Andy Pettit an idiot. Andy Pettit's around the team less, around the, around the, the guys less. Bob in Long Island. What's up, Bob? Chris. You are unbelievable as America wakes up, man. You wake us up. Uh, before I get to oh, the meat and potatoes, yes. yeah, before, before I get to the meat and potatoes, everybody at the fan for the next, everyone who works at the fan for the next five years runs the Yankees. I want to see what that would turn into. But, right. Um, I agree yeah, with you. They don't, they don't know exactly what to do. They'd never make a mistake. Uh, Oh, the first thing Evan would do would change the uniforms, you know that. <laughs> if he ran, yeah, I mean, if he ran the Yankees, yeah, he would try and belittle the, yeah, and he'd yeah, belittle yeah, the brand. 
Further than it's already been belittled by this joke of a general manager and owner. Boomer would have hockey puck day at Yankee Stadium. But the thing is, I mean, I'm being a little, I'm joking around a little bit, but you're never going to be happy. And, And this thing is, listen, Yankee fans, like Mets fans, like every fans, they want their team to win. That's the bottom line there. And all this other stuff, this is, uh, uh, it's good. It's, it's great that we have the FAM, which is the best sports station on the planet. That's right. Who, that's exactly right. It's true, too. And of course it to is. Engage, okay, you want to ask me a question? No, no, no. I'm not, thanks, Bob. I, I got you. I'm just saying you're right. It is the greatest station. It's been under fire recently. We're the best. The best around. Ain't nobody gonna keep you down, Robbie. Late success. I'm getting wild. Like I'm, I'm a half. Uh, hour. Wild. I'm a half hour from Vegas, buddy. I'm getting crazy. What's going I, on? I wake up and yeah. I hear you guys bickering like the two guys are in the old pub. I know you don't like, like it. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. It's hey, led you to call Chris, twice, though. Chris, You've called twice show. after, Bob, Robbie. It's your show. I don't care what you do. But I, I got to hear the chameleon before me. Sounds like he's in a bathroom with with, with background noise calling him to Bob this time. Yeah, hey, I know. What's going on in this thing? I know. I got rid of him quick. Unbelievable. How, do you, how does he get through every he's, – he's, he's comedic relief. That's what it is. All right. To get to my point, I'm, I'm late <laughs> to the party. I'm a week late to the party. Yeah. Because I haven't listened. I can't. I, yeah, they blew, the they, they, they blew it to your, your again, biggest rival, again. buddy. Now, they now, blew it. You, Chris, also in continuous side. Daniel Jones will never play again for the Giants, and it's time. Yeah. It's, he, 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 we move on. He, uh, you can't have him here next year because if we draft a quarterback, he has still some left in the tank. His time has expired here as a New York Giant because we're moving on. We're moving on. And, and, and it's, you know, as far as the Jets go, listen, you saw the Jets. They should have been. They should be 1-7 right now because the Giants beat them. The Eagles should have beat them. And, and, and with, with Hurts basically throwing a pick. And they've been doing little smoking mirrors. And Rodgers has already got a backup plan because if the Jets tank, oh, I'm not coming back. What's the po- or they not tank, but if they fall off the edge here, I'm not coming back because, uh, what, I come back to a team that's got nothing? He's already, it, it's all in the cards. It's all a game. Now, as far as listening with the Giants, I want to make a point, Chris. Okay. When Belichick comes to Newton, when they play the Pats, I want to hear in the stadium. That game's, I believe it's a home game for the Giants. I want to hear in the stadium, we want Belichick. Because I don't believe in Joe Shane. He yeah. better make the. Well, I don't, it's not going to happen. I'm it's not. It's not going to happen. And, and we. And I'm up against the break, Robbie. Thank you for the call. I. I have. You know, we talked about Belichick. I, I threw out a little bit of. Uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh. If he's going to. If there's really going to be a scandal in uh, Michigan, maybe he could be someone. Other than that, like unless it's a real big name like a Belichick, and there's rumors uh, that um, Washington's going to look to trade for him at the end of the year uh, and bring him in to be the, the next commander's head coach. I, I don't think that's plausible. It's possible for that. I mean, you have to consider it. Same thing with Harbaugh. But other than that, other than a big name, the obvious guy you would have to at least consider, I don't think they're moving on from from Dable and Shane. They're just not. You can't do it again. They did, you know, they did have a remarkable first year. It wasn't just an okay first year. It was a remarkable first year. And plus, heading into this new quarterback, I mean, this is kind of what they, this is how they cut their teeth. It's how they got a job. They got a job being part, Joe Shane was part of the group that drafted Allen, and, and Dable was the guy who developed him. And, and honestly, uh, Allen hasn't been as good since he left. So, I mean, the hope is that they know how to draft and develop a quarterback. That's what their M.O. is. 
So if that's where we are, and that's where they are, if that's where the Giants are drafting a top quarterback, then I kind of like the idea of Dable and Shane doing it. But I, I agree with you. The, the bloom is off the rose. He's just another coach now. And not that he was ever much more than that after just one year, but I had total, total belief in Brian Dable. Total, total belief. He had he changed the franchise. He was he was the identity of the team. You know, everyone talks about and it's true. Everyone talks about the identity of a football team. What's well? What's their identity? You know what the problem that that, that team is? They don't they don't know what their identity is. Well, the identity of last year's Giant team, which was a nine win win and a play a nine win team and a playoff team and a playoff winning team, their identity was being well coached. Like that's what it was. And maybe that was because of the the terrible coaching prior, but it just felt like that. It felt like this team is going to stay close, figure out a way to win because they're well coached, because they're well prepared, because and not, and not just the head coach, but Wink Martindale. Like it just felt like that was the mo of the group last year. They're well coached, and this year they are not well coached, and they are sloppy, and they are. You know, and he's coaching scared and, you know, not going for it when he should. Last year started with going for it for a two to win the game. This year has been the complete opposite of that. It's just I'm not done with him, and I still have some belief in him, and I do think that he's a good coach for what they're about to do, but he's not special anymore. He's not the guy I really have this immense amount of faith in, and the, the he's not coach. He's just, you know, he's the coach. And that sucks. But it is what it is. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. All right, let's go. 434, wake up. Good morning. I know we played ABBA instead of good morning. I'm not sorry about it, though, because I love ABBA. I got... People on Twitter killing me for my opinion on the new Beatles song. It's okay. That's all. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. 877-337-6666. We talked a little bit about the uh, Zach Wilson situation. Again, Sala today came out, or yesterday, excuse me, and talked about conspiracy theories when asked about whether or not he's considering another quarterback and whether or not he's the one making that decision or whether or not when you look at the idea that every other single quarterback has played for the Jets since Zach Wilson was drafted has done far, far better, and yet they are unwilling and and even to move like Simeon, like unwilling to make a decision to change the quarterback when it's quite clear he's holding down the organization. And when the coaches asked them and it's put that way by Connor Hughes, his response is, no, we're all on the same page. Whatever conspiracy theories are out there. No, there's not a conspiracy theory, coach. You couldn't answer the question and pled the fifth. I mean, when you plead the fifth, that's saying, I, I, I can't tell you the truth. So what's the truth? I'd love to know. The truth is the quarterback is killing the team. Eddie and Rockland, what's up, Eddie? Hey, what's up, Mac? Hey, what's going on, Eddie? Now, like on this jet thing, you know, I said in the beginning of the year, you know, the first of all, the, before the year started, I did two said two things to you. I thought the coaching would be under uh, underwhelming, and the uh, the backup to Rogers, they needed to adjust. Both are 
came true. Yeah. But you're talking about the, uh, you know, Zach Wilson being replaced. Mm-hmm. You, you, you see that this is behind JetBlue, you know, because there's no reason to be that, down that many points against uh, the Chargers and not put in, you know, a, a guy for uh, for Zach for, you know, one drive just to see what they got or anything. You think he's being protected because there's no reason the season's over. Yeah, I mean, like I've heard that um, I've heard this uh, rumor, right? He's uh, it came out oh, a few years back when he gave his offensive lineman trips on JetBlue that his uncle is is connected to JetBlue, right? His uncle owns it. His uncle owns JetBlue, right? And so and 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 he's connected to the the owner, Woody Johnson. In some way or fashion, well, right? If you look, if you look at all the advertisements, uh, yeah. the New York Jets have all the. So somehow, JetBlue, JetBlue, JetBlue money. Thank you for the quality. JetBlue money has creeped into the Jets organization, and uh, because of that, they want they want to make sure Zach Wilson starts. Well, I mean, I don't know how that makes any sense. I mean, other than I mean, they was was there no JetBlue money when they benched him for Zach Wilson uh, for. Uh, Mike White last year, um, with a winning record, by the way, which has been brought up a couple of times. The idea that oh, with a winning record, with you know they're four and four, they had a winning record. You want them pulled a winning record? They pulled him with a winning record last year after that second Patriots game because he was awful and it was obvious, and the team was clamoring for it. And yes, his comments post game helped them lose the team, and it needed to be done. But it was also the play on the field, and they go to Mike White. So where was the Jet Blue money then? I'm not saying it's the craziest of conspiracy theories, but, like, why Mike White? And then why in the offseason go get Aaron Rodgers to start for the next couple of years? And is, are you saying, well, hey, okay, they brought him, but the promise was he was going to stay on the team and be the guy after that. Like, really? Really? It makes if it's if it's If he's got to play because it's JetBlue, then why would they bench him? Why would they go trade for Aaron Rodgers? Why wouldn't it just be the Zach Wilson show, no matter what? I, I, I don't know. It's a it's a it's a flimsy answer considering the previous decisions. Like they've they've done this. It's not like he's never been benched. He's been benched. They brought in his replacement. Why not now? Why not go to him? Who's and and I'm sorry. I don't believe. I I I find it very difficult to believe the head coach. When he tells me everything, everyone's behind this, including me, and I know whatever conspiracy theories are out there. They're not conspiracy theories. They're reacting to you. All you, if you would have given the same answer you give at every press conference and just say, "And I, I hear what you're saying, but we we believe in Zach." That's all you had to say. Instead, you came up with good question. I don't have an answer. I plead the fifth. What the hell does that mean? Plead the fifth means you have an answer. You know, you can't say it. So that's not a conspiracy theory. That's that's you quite literally saying, I can't answer the question or I choose not to answer the question. It's not like he gave an answer. He chose not to and made it seem like he's not allowed to answer under the advisement of his attorney. Who's that attorney? Who's getting the retainer? And how much an hour? Maury and Belmore. What's up, Maury? We just want him to curse all he wants. As long as he signs three big free agents. Cashman That's could, right. Cashman can do whatever he wants. 
I don't care what he does. I don't care how many I don't care how many bracelets he's wearing. I don't care yep. I don't care how much he curses. I don't care how much he goes back and forth with Joel Sherman. I don't care how much he gives you that kind of half obnoxious look where he's, you know, rubbing his chin with his face. Like I don't care. I don't care any of that. All I care about is building the damn team and I still believe whether or not he's done it over the last few years which he hasn't. He's he's made mistakes over and over again, which is why I would move on from him. Sometimes it's just time. But they're not moving on and I don't think he's an idiot. I don't think he's incapable and they need and hopefully he's pissed off and he goes out there and makes good decisions. And hopefully the yep. owner is pissed off and he gives him the money to go out there and do things like trade for Juan Soto and sign him or go pay Bellinger Hopefully, less the right around two hundred million, and not much more than that. But hopefully, he's willing to do it because that's what yep. needs to be done. I think that's where we got to go. And, yeah, um, very bizarre world if you can and still get through on this station. I know, I know, but it is what it hey, is. Great, love the Beatles song. Good luck in Vegas and safe thank you very time. much. I appreciate that, Morty. Yeah, the Beatles song was all right. I don't know. I just I don't know. It was not much to it. And I'm getting accused of being too much of a Paul guy, and I don't like it because I'm a Lennon, because I'm not a Lennon guy. I'm, I'm not a Lennon guy. What do you bite your tongue? And I love Free as a Bird. I like some of the stuff they did. I don't like the song. God, I'm, you're allowed to just go. Eh, it was eh. I was hoping for more. For it to be billed as the last Beatles song, I was hoping for a little bit more. It's a simple little, it's a simple little ditty, but it's not bad. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. All right. Last segment. We'll come back. We'll do rapid fire. Whatever you want to talk about. We've we've done the Yankees. We've done the Jets. Pete Alonzo. I, I don't believe the head coach of the football Jets, but I do believe the GM, or should I say the president of baseball operations, David Stern of the New York Mets, when he tells you he is not trading Pete Alonzo. All right? I believe that. Because there is no reason to trade him. It makes no sense. So... His uh, his um, agent, Scott Boris, makes it sound like he's open for business in a negotiating a extension, which is unlike Boris, but he's talked about the idea of you know him and his puns. He sits up there every general manager meeting and gives you these puns, but he's giving you the uh, the polar bear is – what was it again? The, the polar bear has not gone into hibernation on extension talks or whatever. So whatever nonsense he said. So I'm surprised he's willing to talk extension. I don't think the Mets do that. But there's been a lot of talk since this season died in July and August that Pete Alonso would be moved. And there's been a lot of grumbling and a lot of – there was discussions at the trade deadline. There's been discussions since. Obviously, he makes the move to Boris. I do not think Pete Alonso will be traded. I believe, the, the, uh, I believe David Stearns when he tells you he is not moving the best player on the team. And that's what he is. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. It is good! Lawrence Tynes has kicked the Giants to the Super Bowl after missing at the end of regulation, and Tynes runs into the tunnel to our right, and the New York Giants are going to Super Bowl 42 in overtime. They beat the Packers 23-20. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, let's go. 877-337-6666. Let's try and get in as many phone calls as we can before the top of the hour in the warm-up show as they'll get you ready for your th- 
uh, Thursday morning. It's Thursday already. It goes by fast. Tony in Staten Island. What's up, Tony? Hey, good morning, Mac. How are hey, you? Hey, good morning, sir. How are you? Um, I saw those embarrassing interviews finally yesterday, and I just have to ask you a question, because it's the same with the Jets and Simeon. Is it just a New York arrogance refusal to admit you're wrong? Because mm-hmm. I, I, the way I felt yesterday is like the Yankees might stand pat and make a couple minor moves and just try to prove Cashman right. No, I used to be a season ticket holder. I went to one game last year. This team's yeah. to me right now. Yeah, I mean, listen, I you know it was a it was a bad year, no doubt, um, and the team was disgusting, and offensively they were putrid. Um, but I don't, I, I, I don't get that feeling from Steinbrenner. I get the feeling from Steinbrenner is that the season was terrible and we didn't do a good job. Cashman, yeah, he defends his thought process. Cashman wants to defend his moves, and he's trying to make the argument of, hey, listen to the logic when I made the move. And I think I know, but he's talking about Montas like he's the right. next thing from. Uh, Tom Seaver. No. I mean, Montauk, somebody's going to go grab him and this and that, and he was hurt, and yeah. we didn't expect this and that. Well, the guy's a hurt player. What did you expect when you got him? Well, they, he talked about how many different doctors cleared him and that the shoulder looked better than he thought and this, uh, you know, and that there's always a risk, but they were going for a championship. And that's, I think, his, a lot of his argument with that trade is, hey, we're the Yankees. I had the best record in baseball at the time. I have to go and try and bolster my team for a championship run. Should I not well, do that? The last thing I want to like, say, and I want to ask you, I'm going to hang doesn't up. Make you, what doesn't do mean you it's okay to Yankees make bad trades. What do the Yankees do this offseason besides sicken their fans? And basically, Cashman <laughs> basically gave us the finger yesterday. Like, yeah. I, you know what? It is what it is, guys. And I'm like, well, yeah. I've never seen an interview like that. And yeah, there's no, no he accountability. Was... How's going to let him get away with that? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I... I don't... I think there was some accountability. He just he wanted to defend his thought process. But, I mean, I think everyone understands, including Cashman, that last year was terrible. I mean, he called the season a disaster. I think he's aware. I just don't think he likes the idea of saying, like, you know, it's been like this forever. Uh, he doesn't agree okay, it's been like this is, forever. Let's bunt more. Let's go well, against was, Billy Ball. Yeah, let's give out. Let's do this. I mean, come on, man. Well, How about a, you get some good players yeah. and make some changes that make sense and you be the New York freaking Yankees? I completely agree with you. Team, I think that's what they need to do. I don't think the the bunting was just a bad. He thinks you wanted to hear that. That's what he thinks you wanted to hear. He thought he had something in his back pocket to give you. That was a little that was a little uh, thing for your entertainment. Just like because he, he assumes. I'm telling you right now, someone got someone's getting an earful for the reaction that comment got. He's screaming at somebody, saying, you told me small ball would play. Like, I'm telling you. Because he thinks that's what the fans want to hear. They clamor for small ball. I, and believe me, I understand. I take call after call after call about not bunting. Every single, every, mark my words, every single extra inning game, I will get multiple calls from fans not understanding why they didn't bunt. It's without question. Almost every damn one-run game they lose, I will get calls why they didn't bunt. You want to hear they will bunt more. Trust me, you do. It's just not the only thing you want to hear. When he's talking about all this change to only give you one specific, after this team had the worst batting average in the American League next to the uh, Oakland A's, when they were the worst, with the, the run production, the offense, the batting average, the contact, strikeouts, after all of that, and he, all the change in the meetings they talked about and the different, oh, the meetings, they lasted forever and we were in there forever and we had takeout and nobody left the room. We just lied. We weren't even shower. We were stinking by the end of it. We were, you know, like, and then what came from it? Well, I don't want to tell you. Oh, come on, please tell us. Please tell us. All right, all right, all right. If you want to hear, I'll tell you. Uh, we're going to bump more. Like, that can't be the one answer. 
So that's like it's that's it's a, a laughing and it's a talking point for you, but it's not legitimately like that top of the list. Like Aaron Boone didn't go into the meeting and say, "Fellas, fellas, enough bickering. All we need to do is bunt more." Like that's not what happened, but that's the way Hal presented it because he's terrible at this. He's terrible at this. But that's what they need to do. They need to go out. Honestly, what I think the Yankees should do, in all honesty, if they can trade for Juan Soto, they should trade for him and still go out and sign Bellinger and Yamamoto. That's what they should do. They should get both of those players and trade for Juan Soto. That's what they should do. And then they can trade Gleyber Torres uh, and get young, controllable pitching maybe or something for him, and then you play the young kids everywhere else because I don't expect them to put – a bunch of players. Then you Wells is your starting catcher. Peraza and Volpe, unless they're in the, unless one of those are in the uh, um, Soto trade. But then you start Young at second base and shortstop. You have Peraza and uh, Volpe at, at short, and then you still play Rizzo at the at first base. You play Lemayhu at third base, but you have Juan Soto, and then you could play uh, Bellinger at center field. And first base if Rizzo's a problem. But you add those three players. You get a top-of-the-rotation guy in Yamamoto. You get the best available left-handed hitting outfielder in the free agent market. And you go get a generational great talent in Juan Soto. That's what you do. And then I'm okay going young everywhere else. I'm okay trusting the farm system that, if you do look at the numbers, has been better since 2018. They're better in contact. They're better in less strikeouts. They're better in run production. They're better in everything. They're better in stolen bases. Like, if you look at the, the minor league system over the last three or four years, they are trending in the right direction, believe it or not. So you're hoping that this farm system is going to start to produce things. So I'm okay with going young, but you got to give me the top of the market on all of those things. That's what I would do if I were the Yankees. That's how I would appease the fan base. But I don't know if they're going to do that. And I don't even know if Juan Soto's available. Bobby in Long Island. What's up, Bobby? Hi, Chris. Uh, Hi. I'm just calling here. I'm just calling in. Um, I want to just kind of help out, not help out, but um, I, I worked out I with the Yankees a couple of years ago when okay. Nick Swisher initially got hired. Right. And I want to say from day one, that man came in and that man has the passion, not just for the sport, not just for the minor leaguers, but for the Yankee organization that uh, people that hear his name come up and just hear about Cashman and everybody just input from him, he's going to be around for a while in that organization as somebody that is going to do probably important things, at least on the minor league side, because just the zeal he has for life in general, but the zeal he has for the game and that organization, that his input And I think his zeal is is, much more... And I think, as you put it, his zeal is what got him mocked a little bit. And I listen, I'm only I'm having a little bit of fun, but I did it did bother me how many people were taking cheap shots at him. Like, you, like he can't be dis- like he's a the idea that you would even go to him with that kind of question just to get his feel for it is preposterous because he's because he has the zeal for life, like you said. Like he's just going to go, yeah, great, he's great, everything's great, everything's phenomenal. Yeah, uh, you know, listen, yeah, like like the only question worthy of Nick Swisher is whether or not they should go with red or orange Gatorade. Like other than that. Like Nick Swisher exactly. shouldn't shouldn't be asked anything because he's you know a goofball who's like and I I don't think that's fair. The guy had a twelve year career. He has an eight hundred OPS. Exactly. Like he was a he was a good ball player. He's not a Hall of Fame ball player. He's not even an all he's an All Star team once. But he was a good solid ball player who the Yankees have now put in a position where he's dealing with minor leaguers. And I just 
if you're going to ask around and former major leaguers who are around the team, yeah. I, I think Nick Swisher is someone perfectly suitable to ask. I'm not saying yeah. his word and his word alone is the only thing I go on, but why why is Nick Swisher above why is it ridiculous to ask Nick Swisher? Exactly. And I will say this is 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 working in the past and everything being around other teams too is he's not the only former major leaguer that did or did something in the big leagues that has that gets consulted all the time. Sure. Like they and that's why that's why I called in this morning. Well, thank you. And I'm glad you did. I'm glad and you did, but I, th- I think the thought process is he's he's a goofball. Oh, he's yeah. he's yeah. He, he's and that's that, why he, I wanted to defend him. Yeah, he's he's good and at not like defend him, but right. he could he could the he, idea. He yeah he could teach the mind, he could teach the kids how to you know play pranks on his teammates and uh, you know how to you know do that thing where they set the the back of your cleat on fire like that's the stuff Nick Swisher's good for. He could figure out how to you know do all that kind of fun stuff. He's really good at you need you need to figure out how to make a rally cap. Nick Swisher's your guy. Other than that, you know, why would you even approach Nick Swisher? Like, I just thought, like, a lot of cheap shots. I had a lot of tweets about Nick Swisher. I was like, what, what's the matter with Nick Swisher? What's the matter, I ask you? Who are you exactly? Who are you? And it's mainly because he was one of the people, like Andy Pettit, and that's why I thought it was the one good PR move that Steinbrenner made, quite honestly. It was, hey, I asked Andy Pettit. You don't like Andy Pettit? You got a problem with me keeping Boone? Take it up with Andy. Because he told me he's just aces. But people seem to mock the idea. I don't know what it's it's strictly, I guess, the manager should be just win. He they won 82 games last year. That's unacceptable. The manager needs to be fired. Plain and simple. Doesn't matter what anybody says, doesn't matter what judge says. Everything else judge says matters. Judge talks about RBIs and batting average. Bingo! Thank you, Judge. That's exactly what we need. Please tell Cashman, that idiot, what's going on. When Judge says Aaron Boone should still be the manager, oh, what are you asking him for? And, if, you know, if maybe if Aaron Judge had a higher batting average and more of you guys in the playoffs, they wouldn't be swept. Let's go, Judge. Big season for you. You know I love you. All right, that's it for me. I'll catch you guys Tuesday morning. Have a great weekend. Enjoy it. Hopefully the Jets can win a football game out in Vegas. Hopefully the Giants can lose a football game. I guess that's what I'm rooting for. I don't know. I hate my life. Everybody have a great great weekend. Have a great Thursday morning. Enjoy it all. Enjoy the morning show. Enjoy the warm-up show. Fleagleman, I'll catch you later. Sports Radio 101.9 FM.